Yo, what's going on? Good morning. How are we doing today? It's one-way conversation. Getting in the car, hitting the road. Well, we'll be buckling the seatbelt shortly. I was backing up. I was backing up. Oh, all right, Jesus, the fucking beep. There, clickety click. All right. One-way conversations. You, you get everything. You get all the uh, bells and whistles of the of the morning commute. How about that? That's, I, I, it doesn't get more exciting than hearing the seatbelt whistle. Seatbelt whistle. Jesus. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my grandmother called shit that happened in the car. Whistles. Um, but yeah, whatever. Beeping. Whatever it is. Alright, we're still waking up. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup and listening to one with conversation. If you're lucky, from the comfort of your own bed, or your home office, or uh, or just anywhere but a car on the way to work, or work in general. <laughs> I apologize yesterday if you listened. Uh, it was a really good show, if I may critique my own show. I used to give my show grades. Yesterday I was probably an A. I was an A. I don't give myself a lot of A's, but yesterday was an A. Uh, so if you didn't listen to it, I think it's a good listen. I go in and about the, uh, uh, well, the absurdity and the insanity of people flipping out that Billie Eilish didn't know who Van Halen was. Well, it just it makes no sense because you were probably made fun of in the 80s for liking Van Halen also by some group of people. So would you rather that she knew who they were, thought they sucked and made funny and stuffed you in a locker? I don't get it. So... What the fuck that is? I think it's a wolf ball bat in my back seat falling all over the place. You're always prepared. I don't care. There's either back of the car, you always got to have some sporting equipment. Wolf ball bat, wolf balls, Nerf football, regular football. You got to have you gotta have the um, all the fixings just in case. You never know when you want to swing it, take a few hacks, or have a catch or anything like that. Got to have it in the back, in the trunk. So... I come to you with some sad news today. On the road again. Do 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 on the road again. Our dear dear friend, a hero, legend. I'm not a big. I had a weird dream of country music last night, but not. You know, he's not. He's a country music superstar, but he's not lumped in with like country music as we know it. He's a he's a separate entity. From country music, I'm talking, of course, of Willie Nelson. If you haven't listened to Willie Nelson duets with Johnny Cash, I think it's uh, Unplugged with Johnny Cash from MTV back in the day. Phenomenal. The two of them together. Worth the price of admission, which right now is just going to Spotify and looking for the album. Uh, It's phenomenal. Uh, give him a shot. But he's, he's like the one guy... Like I'm not a country music guy uh, in any sense of the imagination. But but him, you know, Kenny Kenny Rogers. Listen to him. No. Kenny Rogers. No, not Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Willie Nelson. Kelly... Ke- Kelly... <laughs> Jesus. Maybe this is why Willie Nelson... This is maybe why Willie Nelson quit smoking pot, which is what I'm going to announce here. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers Roasters. The gambler. No, Willie Nelson has quit smoking pot. He's 86 years old and he cites 
trouble breathing in his elder years. No mention of edibles, though. I mean, the guy, like, lives in Hawaii or something. He's always over at Don Nelson's house playing cards and smoking weed. No mention of uh, switching to edibles, just not smoking. So, you know, maybe that's the only announcement is that he's switch. You know, is that he's quitting smoking pot. But no, uh, no mention if he's going to the CBD oils or if he's going to be taking THC edibles or anything like that. It's really a big loss for the weed smoking community because he was is. Uh, he was legit dead. He had said he smoked in places like he'd smoked on the roof of the White House. Smoked with Snoop Dogg. He smoked, I smoked with Donnie Nelson. He smoked everywhere in the country, basically. And he's a big uh, proponent for the drug. And he's somebody we could all look up to and be like, wow, this guy smoked pot his entire life. He's 80-something years old and he's doing just fine. He's still touring. He's got his own weed strains named after him. The guy's a fucking legend. But now here we are. It's a sad day for weed smokers everywhere. We lose a big proponent for it. And we, lose, we just lose one of those guys. That's one of our guys. All right? So I think, uh, you know, I don't smoke a lot of pot. But I will uh, spark up. But usually like an average of once a week, I would say. Maybe not even. Maybe a little less than once a week. But tonight I might have to uh, talk a little bit just just because uh, we've lost one of our own to uh, old age. I don't know. I, there's, if you, like I like smoking weed, but I could barely keep up with the fucking potheads when I was in college. I, I don't know if I could ever keep up with a guy like, no, I know for a fact I cannot keep up with a guy like Willie Nelson or a guy like Snoop Dogg. They used to win uh when Floyd Mayweather was fighting, he would come out with Justin Bieber, would come out in his last few fights, and Bieber, who you knew was a superstar, who you knew uh, was used to big crowds and people there cheering and and uh, and screaming your name and that kind of shit, and Bieber would come out with his eyes bugging. And you knew that he was just getting stoned as fucking bejesus with uh, Floyd's entourage waiting to go out. They just kept passing him and passing him. And then at some point, they're like, Beebs, you, you got to wear the sunglasses or you got to or you gotta use the visine. And they would clear the visine out and his eyeballs. Let's see if this guy, does this guy have any cojones? No, he does not have any cojones. Douchebag. I think they put a... Oh, that's tough nuggies right there. I think they put a... I can't believe that. Fuck! That just pisses me off. So, there's a... Uh, oh, fuck. I'm fucked. Uh, there's a... There's an intersection that goes through... That goes over train, train uh, tracks, right? And the light is the quickest light in the fucking world. So, if it backs up, you're fucked. So, I was there... Trying, I was and like you can run the first red, and the second one is still green because the second one's for the road. The first one's for the tracks, second one is for the road. Whoa, and a deer. Oh, there's one deer, there's more deer. So, oh man, what is going on this morning? 
deer just ran across this major um, it's, not like a, it's, not a, it's not a highway but it's a major road so whatever so I go to usually you can like kind of burn that red and then go through the green light so the guy in front of me hit his hit his brakes I went to go around the guy I look up and there's a fucking camera on top of the on top of the light now so now I'm fucked now I cannot do that anymore I cannot do what I just did and I, I may get ticketed if that if that camera is working I've gotten ticketed once by a fucking light and it is it's the worst feeling in the world because there's nothing you can do about it at least the guy pulls you over you can kind of like talk your way out of it a little bit but no this in this case it's a, it's a fucking light they just send you the ticket you gotta pay the 120 bucks whatever the fuck it is there's no fighting city hall in that one nothing I mean, unless it's not your car, which, I mean, the only time it ever happened to me, it 100% was my car. <laughs> it's like, see me. Like, here, if this picture comes back, it's going to be me looking up at the camera, being like, oh, fuck. I just don't, you know, I just, uh, man, I got a fucking train to catch. Let's fucking go. I don't have time to be sitting at lights shit like that. But now, I'm, now of course, I'm taking the non-shortcut. Because instead of burning the red going the wrong way straight, I had to turn right to make it at least look like I was doing a legal turn when, in fact, you know, I was burning a red to burn the next red. Fucking cameras. That's cheating, officers. I mean, just put a cop there. It's not like there's a lot of crime in this area. Just put a fucking cop there. You can nab ten people a day fucking running that red. But you gotta put up a camera. That's a fucking waste. We'll see. So I gotta wait fucking two weeks or three weeks or four weeks or how fucking long they take to get their shit together. That's the other thing about it. The only time I got it was in I was in New York. I was on uh, West Side Highway and I get a fucking I don't know like a month two months later I'm like was I in New York on this day what the fuck what the fuck is this even talking about <laughs> West Side Highway I never drive the West Side Highway I oh I was there. I burn a red like I run a red? I don't fucking remember. Ah, for Christ's sake. So now we wait. Now the waiting game. Alright. You know what my favorite ad campaign right now is? This is a fucking joke of an ad campaign. On the road again. Domino's has this uh, insurance policy, they call it, where if they mess up your order... They'll deliver you a free pizza or something like that. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. And there's a whole, an entire ad campaign built around this idea. Hey, if we mess up your order, we're going to send you a free pie. On us. It's our word. How many times do you guys have to fuck up for you to have to the people back at corporate to be like, oh, let's build an ad campaign around this. Let's make this work for us. We fuck up so much, let's find a way to spin it in our favor. What kind of company are you where you're not trying to fix the problem or you're just throwing fucking shit pizzas at it? Man, if every one of our problems could be solved by a shitty pizza, the world would be a better place, I suppose. But in this case, you're just... You're, you're, 
you're, you're delivering shitty pizza and you're throwing more shitty pizza at the problem. I can think of a few problems where good pizza solves your problems. But, I mean, if you're running a business and you keep fucking up constantly, the solution shouldn't be anything other than how do we fix the problem? And I guess they can't motivate their employees enough to not fuck up. They can't train them anymore to not fuck up. I mean, it has to be the biggest tell of an ad campaign of all time. I'm, I'm looking forward to when, like, Marlboro, who can't do advertising anymore because, you know, kids can't be trusted with the Marlboro. I mean, it's crazy. You could, Because cigarettes can kill you over a long period of time and kill, and kill the people around you over a long period of time, they're not allowed to advertise anymore outside of, like, gas stations. I don't know the I don't know the rules. I'm just going by what I see. You don't see them on TV. I don't even know if you see them in magazines anymore. Not in newspapers. You don't see them on the internet. Which be, which seems like a place that cigarettes could advertise. So I don't know where they could advertise. I guess it's just gas stations because they're sold right there. So if you're going to a gas station to get cigarettes, you can look at the ad for cigarettes. Like oh yeah, I do yeah I do smoke cools. And they are sold here. Great. Yes, we know our cigarettes kill people. We know that lung cancer, emphysema, lung disease are all parts of what you may experience if you use our product continuously over the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Yes, we know that's a a possible outcome, but... Your chemo treatments are on us. If you if you are to be fallen with cancer, your chemo treatments will be on us. Which we know won't be because chemo treatments are through the roof, I'm sure, price-wise. I don't think that'll ever be the case. But that being said, if you're shelling out $15 for cigarettes every day, did you see this lady in North I think it was North Carolina. She uh, was smoking a cigarette and she blew up her own oxygen tank because she was smoking a cigarette next to her oxygen tank. I mean, you have to know you can't. I'm, I know on those canisters there's flammable shit. There's a sign that says there's a, on those little fire signs with a line through it. You know it's there. Just throwing all caution to the wind. Just saying, fuck it all. I mean, you're on the oxygen tank, I'm guessing, for complications due to your chronic smoking habit over the past 80 years, or whatever it might be. So in that regard, I, I, you know, she's just saying, fuck it. But I mean, walk away from the tank. Like, why are you still next to the thing that's going to help you? Like, go elsewhere. I don't kill your lungs in front of the thing trying to save you. I mean, it's like shopping for your mistress in front of your wife. Like, oh, honey, I'll never find that lingerie. Oh, it's not for you, sweetheart. <laughs> no, baby, it's not for you. And you think, oh, you think an oxygen tank would blow up. I mean, that would probably be the equivalent of a human, if you were a human oxygen tank, that would be the equivalent. 
Oh, sweetie pie, it's not for you. Baby, I don't like white chocolate. <laughs> oh, no, it's not for you, sweetheart. It's for a friend of mine. Except she knows who the friend is. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I don't know, it's a, what's a good mistress name? It's for Becky. Nah, Becky, yeah, you don't want a mistress named Becky. That seems like more problems than anything. If I can delve into who you would want as a mistress. If I can take this tangent. No, no. It's for Star. (laughs) That's how you know. Oh, it's for Star. She's she's 21. She loves white chocolate. It's organic white chocolate. And uh, her yoga instructor told her all about it. She loves it. I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise her at her uh, at her pottery class. <laughs> oh man, yeah! Don't smoke next to your oxygen tank. Safety rules. I mean, probably shouldn't be smoking anymore at this point. I'm still good for. I mean, I quit smoking years ago, but I'm still good for two or three cigarettes a year. When I'm amongst people who smoke cigarettes. I got into a wedding a couple weeks ago, and I know I was with friends who smoke cigarettes. There's a little break in the action. Girls went to the bathroom or something. I'm gonna go have, I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette. I'm like, ah, shit. You know, but I'm good though. I'm not like, I don't get cravings for it. And when I'm sober, I can't think about smoking cigarettes. Like I, thinking about it now, thinking about having smoked a cigarette. Oh, and one of them was like a CBD cigarette or something. So I don't even know if that was really tobacco. So, I think that doesn't count. I think that's a safe cigarette. <laughs> my favorite term, my favorite term of all time is a safe cigarette. <laughs> Anytime you puff something and put it back into your lungs, you're going to have to kind of consider the fact that it might not be good for you. Okay? Are some things, are nicotine worse than you? Worse, worse for you than other things? Yes. Is it safe to put marijuana smoke into your lungs? Uh, compared to nicotine, probably. But also at the same time, you're not you don't smoke cigarettes. I mean, you don't smoke. Um, put your fucking blinker on, man. You don't smoke uh, joints like you smoke cigarettes. You know, you're not puffing down. You know, thirty of them a day. Man, but it, you know, just, I just remember waking up, man. Just pop, just take a cigarette, you know, just pop it in, and I start the day with a cigarette. Then you get out of bed. I li- li- really lived my college years like it was 1985 or 1965 or 1952. Like I really did. There's a lot that I mean. Maybe I just didn't care. Maybe I just didn't care then. But you really just, I lived it like I was fucking Don Draper. Minus, minus the successful escapades with women. In that regards, I was just like Pete Campbell. Although even Pete got lucky a couple times. I don't know, not one person that I show who struck out a lot but smoked all the time. Ah, see now I don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk about who I probably was on Mad Men. Because it's not going to come back, I'm not going to have been Roger fucking Sterling, that's for sure. I'm definitely not Draper. I'm not even Campbell. So I'm one of those fucking loser creatives. I'm not, I'm not even fucking Stan. 
Not when I was in college, I wasn't. But Mad Men didn't exist then, so I'm not even going to think about that. Uh, big sports news yesterday was uh, Ron Rivera is out as head coach. As we'll wrap up, we'll wrap up the show with a little football talk here on your Wednesday morning or afternoon, whenever you're choosing to listen. Ron Rivera gets ousted from Carolina. Guy was five and seven this year. Lost the last four games in a row. Lost. Uh, lost on Sunday to the Washington Redskins, the lowly Redskins. So there goes Rivera. And that seems like kind of a mercy killing right there. Ron's going to be fine. He's going to find a job in two seconds. He's going to be just fine. That being said, Jesus. That being said, I'm not sure Carolina could do much better than Ron Rivera. They're they're in for some trouble. I mean, they don't know is Cam Newton coming back? Is Kyle Allen your guy? This guy straddling the middle line, man. Can I fucking get to the light here without having a problem? Fucking people, man. So I mean, they got a little bit. It's not really a rebuild because you have Christian McCaffrey. I think you have pieces in place there. Where you're gonna, you could be a competitive team. I mean, they're five and seven. They're two games below 500. They were, you know, they 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 were in the games. Uh, they were in a couple of those games that they lost. They could have beat Washington. They could have beat. Uh, I think they're in the New Orleans game. I forget who they they lost four games. I can't remember who they, they got wiped. By, they got waxed by one team. I don't remember who. Uh, they, they were in the others though, and they could very easily be. It could be seven seven. I mean, that's a big difference in the league. You know that. But it just seems like look. We're going to have some problems. And now Ron Rivera gets a head start on his next job. Which, let's be honest here, in all possibilities, it could be the New York Giants. Okay, you know, he's got history with Dave Gettleman. Pat Shermer is... Look, anything's better than fucking Shermer. And I don't want Jason Garrett coming up here and coaching this Giants team. So... If it's, if it's Ron Rivera, I'm going to say we can do a lot worse. And we're doing a lot worse than Ron Rivera right now. I mean, I don't know who the fucking genius was who thought Pat Shermer could come into New York, coach the Giants, and bring him to any sort of prominence. Why you trust that guy to transition from Eli Manning to the next generation is insane to me. How is this your guy? How is that the guy that you want to take you to the next level, the next generation of giants? That's the guy you're fucking putting your hopes and dreams in? I don't think so, man. Pat Shermer inspires nothing in anybody. Now, Ron Rivera at least could come up here, ruffle some feathers. I think it would be a good good move for the giants. Somebody who's established, somebody who's got a little bit of history and success in the league. I mean, he's got a winning record overall this time with the Panthers. So he could do worse. I'm not ready to sign off on him just yet, but if that's the way the Giants go, Shermer's gone. It's not Garrett. I'll take Ron Rivera. Riverboat Ron, bring him in. It's fine. We'll fig- it's fine. It's Right now, I'm at that place where I'm quite all right with, with that. Shit, man. I thought I had a fucking parking spot over here. Here's what I get for going to the goddamn garage. 
All right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, one way. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Ron... Like, Ron had success. Ron... Just, I think maybe it was just time in Carolina for him to part ways with them. That's pretty much all there is to it. It's just amazing he's outlasted so many coaches this this season. I mean, you talk about, I mean, Dan Quinn. That's a crazy, like, nobody would have thought Dan. Everybody thought, everybody's got Dan Quinn, you know, at the firing squad. Dan Quinn's had his last cigarette, like, uh, I don't know, 49 Sundays in a row. So, we'll see who's next. But, hey, it it gives Carolina a head start on their, you know, weighing their options. It gives Ron Rivera a head start on his next job. And you don't have to wait until uh, Black Monday to figure out your next moves. So, all right, that's going to do it for a one-way conversation. I'm not quite in my parking spot yet, but I got to wrap this up at some point. So, I hope you guys have a fucking great day. Don't work too hard. Unless, uh... I don't know. Unless you love it. If you're passionate about it, then yes, put everything you have into it. Put your heart and soul into it. But if it's just something you're doing to get by, (laughs) just something you're doing for the paycheck, eh, you know, just do what you got to do. Don't give your soul to it. All right. Have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you here again tomorrow on One Way Conversation.